To the coffee hour, I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Monday, May 13th. There's Hep- a lot happening. Yes. It was, in the next like two weeks, three weeks. And there was a lot happening this weekend too. Oh man, it was Mother's so busy. Mother's Day. Yeah. It was chilly. My my friend's kid's first birthday. Happy birthday, Levi. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Hopefully the, did, did you call your mom? I did you? call my mom last night. Good for you. But it's our usual thing to talk on that, Sundays. So that was that was my thing too. Whenever I was well, when I was your age, <laughs> back in the day, day. we have got some good stories on deck today. Uh, oh, all week actually, good stuff uh, yeah. lined up for today uh, and throughout the week. Today, we're going to learn more about Lutheran Braille workers and what's going on with them today. And uh, you also get to meet uh, the new host of Thy Strong Word. We're going to have mm-hmm. a little time just to get to know him a little bit more. It's California Day on That's the coffee right. hour. You're right. It is. <laughs> it is just California Day in the coffee hour. That's right. Um, and throughout the week, we're, we're going to learn some more about, uh, well, lots of personalities coming out this week. Um, <laughs> and that's different. How? <laughs> so we're, we're digging into uh, the uh, superheroes in movies yes. with Avengers Endgame. I'm pretty excited um, about that. I have not seen the movie. I don't I haven't either. know anything about it. No spoilers. So. Um, uh, Mercy Medical Team opportunity coming up. We're going to share more with you about that and meet the missionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, all kinds of good stuff this week. Um, lots of serving opportunities as well that we're going to yeah. share with you. So thanks to our friends at Concordia University of Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. In studio with us, this, with us this morning, Daniel Jenkins. He's Vice President for Ministry Advancement at Lutheran Braille Workers. Daniel, thank you so much for being our guest this morning. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Tell us the the, uh, the story of Lutheran Braille workers. I know this is a, a long history. This goes way back, right? Yes, we're actually celebrating 76 years this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we started in 1943 um, by Helene Kaler. She was actually answering a call for help in the Lutheran witness from mm-hmm. a pastor from Germany. Um, before World War II, Hitler had destroyed most of the Braille Bibles in Germany, and what he didn't destroy, unfortunately, most um, Allied bombing had taken care of a lot of the rest, so there was a real shortage for Braille Bibles in German, and Helene was uh, encouraged by her parents, and so she literally started using a stylus, one dot at a time, going backwards, putting together a Braille Bible in German. And wow. over the course of a year... Um, it went from her bedroom, and then when the air raid sirens went off, her and her husband tried to get under the bed, and there was no room. So it moved to the garage, and then one day he couldn't get his car in the garage, so it moved to the local Lutheran church they were members of. Uh, and they put together one Bible, and they sent it overseas. And within a few weeks, they heard back from the pastor in Germany saying, this is absolutely what we needed. This is amazing. How many more can you send? Wow. And so Helene wrote that it was just overwhelming knowing how much work went into putting together one, how could they keep up with that demand? But then she wrote something which has stuck with our organization. If people are asking for the word of God, how could we ever possibly say no? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this this might be a little trite, but how big was that Bible? Because Braille takes up a considerable amount of room. Uh, it was multiple volumes. Yeah. So, uh, for example, an English Braille Bible right now, grade two, uh, takes up 
37 volumes and about five and a half feet of shelf space. Wow. And that's contracted Braille. So that's not even every letter spelt out. So really? yeah, it, it was boxes for one Bible to go over to Germany. Yeah, that is a lot of work. Yes. Needed work, though. Absolutely. Um, what are some of the misconceptions about Braille that, that may be helpful for us to know? Like, I mean, it takes up a ton of room, but is that is that letter to letter or how does that all work too? So I, I think if we could take a quick step back, one of the mm-hmm. greatest misconceptions is actually about people who are blind or visually impaired, that it's a small segment of the population, but there's actually 285 million people in the world who are blind wow. or severely visually impaired and 95% are unchurched. Mm-hmm. So this is about the eighth most, it would be equivalent to the eighth most populous nation in the world. So it's a huge, huge community of people who are really underserved because LBW is the only Lutheran organization and actually one of the only Christian organizations who intentionally serves the visually impaired. Mm -hmm. And then with Braille, it does take up a lot of space. Um, I think one of the misconceptions is that people don't learn it anymore, but Mm -hmm. especially internationally, uh, there is a huge demand for Braille still. Okay, internationally. I know. (laughs) I have yet so much to learn about Braille. You mentioned one contracted earlier that that made me ask, oh, okay, there there are different ways to go about Braille. And then, too, internationally. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, you just opened up a can of worms. (laughs) Go for it. Okay. So there's three different grades of Braille. Grade one, everything is spelled out letter for letter. Uh, Grade one and a half is kind of contractions can't, won't. Grade two is if we were texting, basically. They really contract it to try to to bring it down. But all Braille is 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 a coding system. So it's translatable to every language. So we work in 15 languages in Braille right now. But in our history, we've worked in up almost 40. Wow. How does that work with different alphabets? Basically, they just make Braille fit. Wow. That alphabet. So they code it to that alphabet. So even Asian languages, Cyrillic languages, it works. That is fascinating. I know. Mind blown. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so tell us more about how Lutheran Braille Workers collaborates today with partners, with, with uh, volunteers to serve the blind and, and visually impaired. Absolutely. So uh, we are actually the world's largest nonprofit producer of Braille Uh, large print and audio materials. So in our history, we've produced over 14 million volumes and we have sent every single volume free of charge to recipients. Um, Like I said, we work in about 15 languages in Braille, three languages in large print, and then we do audio English. Uh, We work with Bible societies around the world. Uh, We work in about 168 countries, actually. And then in the United States, we have over 3,000 volunteers and about 165 centers who help produce these materials and do hands-on outreach for the visually impaired. Wow. Is it just Bibles that you produce or are there other resources as Uh, well? Everything is Christian, but we do everything from the Bible. We do small catechism, Lutheran service book. Um, In our Braille and, and large print titles, we probably have close to about 60, 65 titles we work in in different materials. Wow, yeah. We even do portals of prayer in Braille and audio. I mean, we we kind of cover the whole gamut, devotions, everything. Yeah. Would someone use um, a, a Braille resource with an audio resource, or are those kind of two different populations of people? Actually, it, it can be both. Uh, but with our audio, especially what we found in today's digital age is people age uh, mm. As they lose their vision, macular degeneration, glaucoma, cataracts, they start with our specialized large print. But when they fully lose their vision, mm. a lot of times they're at an age they don't want to learn Braille. Mm. So that's when they go over to our new audio. 
And then in the new digital world, that's just kind of the direction that a lot of things are going. Sure. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned uh, people with like macular degeneration. Who, who are the people that that use these materials? It's not just um, of, of, I don't know, we might think of, of people who are maybe born blind, but it's it's more than than just that population. A- absolutely. So it's, it's anybody who's just struggling to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I go a lot of times to churches and pastors and church leaders will say, well, we don't have anybody who's blind in our congregation. Mm-hmm. And so my follow up is always, do you have anybody who's aging? And so far I'm batting a thousand in the LCMS. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> uh, so it's just people in the church who can't see that small print. Mm-hmm. And so we work with um, all ages in the United States. We work with churches. I encourage all churches just to carry these materials. Um, it's free of charge because they say, well, we don't have anybody who's blind, but if you don't carry the resources, why would they go to your church? Yeah. And again, mm-hmm. it's actually one of the most underserved populations in the United States in terms of who uh, who, ch- who churches serve. Yeah. So how do we, as a congregation, how do we get resources like this, the materials like this? Uh, just go to our website, lbwinc.org. Um, or lbwloveworks.org. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Lutheran Braille Workers. You can put in the order online or you can call us. It's completely free of charge. We send it directly to the recipient of the church. Now, we have just about uh, about two and a half minutes left. Um, tell us more about opportunities to partner with LBW, Lutheran Braille Workers. Absolutely. So, uh, first of all, I just want to take a second. We have a new president, uh, just started a few weeks ago, Mr. Mm -hmm. Jay Zemke. We're very excited to have him on board. He brings a lot of great experience and energy and vision for the organization. So, we're always looking to grow. As I mentioned, we rely on volunteers. So, we're always looking for people to help produce the materials, narrate. Etc. And so if you're interested in serving, please feel free to reach out to us again through phone, website, uh, Facebook, smoke signals, whatever works. <laughs> I like the, the pigeons. Yeah. Carrier pigeons, idea. Pony Express. That's my personal <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm sitting here trying to, I'm, I'm such a tactile I know. learner. We have Braille business cards. We have, cards we have the Braille business cards, which are <laughs> kind of cool. And uh, that's really neat. As a matter of fact, the first radio station I worked for, everything was labeled in Braille. Now that really? I think about it. Uh, yeah, everything in the, the studio is labeled in Braille. That's really um, cool. I should have learned it then. That would you have been a good have. idea. <laughs> um, opportunities to volunteer with, with Lutheran Braille workers? Yes. So we have, again, 165 centers around the United States. We have a number of centers even here in the St. Louis area. We're in over uh, 29 different states. Um, But we even have people who narrate or who do proofreading for us in other states where we don't have a center. So there's always opportunities for service. And let me tell you, the people who receive the materials are extremely appreciative. Uh, If I have quick time, we have two stories that have really touched my heart when I was coming on board. Uh, We received a thank you letter from a 13-year-old boy in India Mm -hmm. And he sat there and he wrote us and he said, I know when I read Jesus' name because his love travels up my arm and to my heart. Mm. And then we got a letter from a 14-year-old girl in Mexico. She said, I've been blind since birth. I've never seen a human face. But now I know when I get to heaven, Jesus is the first face I'll ever see. Mm. And we get these thank you letters and stories literally every day just about of people who stumble across a box in Africa and then they start seven churches as a blind person going village to village just because of what they found in that box or um, you know children who finally get to read at Sunday school instead of always having to have something read to them it's just every day we get these stories of people whose lives are changed by the gospel they receive in a language they can actually finally read Wow. Thanks be to God. Well, thank you so much for sharing the uh, Lutheran Braille Worker story with us today and again the website lbwinc 
org. Uh, you can find out more about Lutheran Braille workers there and uh, find out more about opportunities to volunteer as well. And man, now I've got a handy little Braille business card. <laughs> I'm going to go practice. I should, I should like learn how to read this without reading the other side. That would be a good skill to learn. That would be. <laughs> You're listening to Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.